Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. I got a question for you. You're just going to sit there. You know, you're going to say yes. I'm nervous. You're just going to sit there and stare at me. <laughs> <laughs> what is the one thing that someone could say to you that would be an instant panty dropper moment? My panties. Yeah, yours. There's um, anything. What is something that someone would say to you that you'd just be like, you, now? It's, gosh, you're hilarious. <laughs> you are the funniest man <laughs> I have ever. You're laughing and, and I'm, I don't know why. It's that, uh, gee. You like people flattering your sense of humour and you're not, just like. No, oh. no, not flattery because. It <laughs> but like being honest, if someone were honestly to say, holy fuck, man, you're I so funny. Have, it can. It, Yes, I have to believe that you mean it with 100% sincerity. So right. I don't care if you lie about it. I don't care if you lie, but as yeah. long as I believe that it's the truth. Yeah. Uh, that's one of mine. I li- uh, that's, that's a big one to tick. Otherwise, the complimenting the hair does, does good. It will do good work. You have nice hair. Yeah, yeah. That'll, 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 that does good work. Where about you? I get off on having a really good intellectual conversation with somebody. So it's not like a specific phrase, but Mm. if you can sit there and get into the nitty gritty of something that I find interesting, even if it has nothing to do with sex, I will want to smash everything off that table and just do you right there on the table. So so, so if someone just gives you an stark intellect like intelligence well, like I love movies so if we're sitting there like debating the merits of a particular style of directing or right. um, you know I or if we're talking about like someone goes yeah I love using the Oxford comma I'd be like get over here <laughs> <laughs> so watch it yeah watching someone's brain light up with someone's with, bra- yes it, I'm it, so attracted to someone talking about their passions if it's something that I'm also passionate about I just I just get into it god yeah that's I a good get into it Really into yeah, it. Yeah, mm. really into it. Like inappropriately into <laughs> it. <laughs> Tell me about the Cold War. I want to. <laughs> yes. I'm also, and I'm not allowed to, well, I am allowed to be, but it's a really fine line to tread in these days. I'm also a big fan of someone just grabbing you and making out. But oh. that's also not allowed anymore. So you've got to kind of know. Yes, we're not allowed to push the Know push that you have blanket consent before you shove someone up against a wall and start mm, pashing them. Yes. But like I've got to figure out with like potential dates, I'll be like, if I give you this signal with my eyes, but then also it's not a surprise. So I'm like, I don't know. Mm. I don't know how to manage it, but mm. I love it. Consent. Well, if you're the best pash I ever had with someone, and this is going to seem really bad now, was when we were arguing about something. And I think it's the brain thing again, because yeah. we were arguing the finer points of fuck knows what, because it was back when I was at uni. But I was just like, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, fuck, you're annoying. He's like, fuck, you're annoying too. And then we patched it. It was great. Wow. <laughs> just lightning and yeah. thunder colliding. Yeah. yeah. Just like faces right up against each other. It's like, I hate you. Mwah. Yep. Fantastic. I don't know. It was great. Anyway, welcome to Ghost of Boyfriend's Fast. Hello, past. everybody. Just 
cooling myself down over here. What I'm Lizbeth. Drops, what drops your panties? Tell us what drops your panties. Right in. <laughs> right in. Tell us what it is. What are you super attracted to that will just make you melt every time? Mm. <laughs> now Delicious. we're too into it. No. Yes. Okay, we need to get out of this. Tom Harris, Liz Best, we host the podcast and we have a guest yes. on today. We have a guest. She is the host of one of the other TNC Network podcasts, Love Bachelor, talks all things trashy reality TV, helicopter dates, champagne on ice, batch abs, because, oh, batch abs. We have Amy Duro. Thank Come on you down. so Hello, much. Amy. <laughs> Come on down. The prize Come is on right. Come on down. Right. Won a prize. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm so, like, stoked to be here. That's all right. Yay. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. We've been trying to get you on for a little while, but our schedules have just kept clashing and clashing and clashing. So I'm so happy that you're finally here. Considering you have to host a podcast that needs regular weekly content that you can't record all in advance and you have to actually record as the episodes happen, I'm impressed yeah. that you do have time to oh. be on another podcast. Wow, the flattery. Maybe that's what it's my a lot of work, pennies man. are going to drop off. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of fucking work to have to respond to what happens on TV. Like we record four eps at once and then piss off for a month. Yeah, so. we're, out, we're out of here. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's fun though. Like, What you know. is it that you love about The Bachelor that that made you go, you know what, I need to do this podcast? Well, I think like I just love trashy reality TV. Yes. Um, all forms. But with The Batch, I think it was just one day because Gina and I were friends before The Bachelor. Gina, like, former guest on the with. podcast. Yeah. Um, and we were just talking one day about the bachelor and then i think literally threw the idea up in the air of like oh i wonder if there's like a batch podcast or something um and gene was like oh we could probably like talk to zane about it because i do like um a podcast on there Mm -hmm. um and it just kind of like stemmed from there and then we like had a meeting at a cafe 63 and did some brainstorming (laughs) (laughs) um yeah and i think the idea of just like talking about it but not in a way that's just like oh this was trash or like um not accepting everything at face value trying to I don't know if intellectualise it is the right word, but <laughs> just like, well, you know, <laughs> you figure out what you like, what you don't like and what the producer food is feeding you. Like, yeah, just trying to be a bit more aware of what we're being fed and then what we think of it as opposed to just accepting that, what... That's and my God, the chance to sit there and have the judgment. The judgment is the funnest part of The Bachelor. Like <laughs> watching it and just being like, oh my God, that chick. Oh my God, that guy. I can't believe it. It's just... It's the best part of my week. And honestly, whenever, because I know that you guys aren't allowed to, like you chat on air about Batch, right? So yeah. Gina will often text me what she thinks about it because because she can't, like you want your authentic comments yeah. to go to air. So she's <laughs> texting me all this stuff. And the one week that I guested on the podcast when Amy was unavailable, Gina wasn't talking to me and I was like... Ah, I need to, I what can't am I to do? wait I can't <laughs> wait till because she's my batch chat gal so yeah I'm glad that you're back on the podcast so that I can actually talk to <laughs> her mean, in real you're time welcome. now <laughs> <laughs> also I like you hearing you guys do it more than I like hearing myself so Yes. Oh no, you were great. You had some really good insights. I was we glad should do that a you could three way. No, we should, we we should a do three a three way. A batchy three way. <laughs> oh my god! You know what you I guys. mean? <laughs> so new. Okay, you have a story for us. You have not come just to talk all things bachelor. You have an actual dating story that you are going to share with us. Okay. We've shared the rules with you off air, but we're just going to mm. say them again. We'll do a really quick run through it's have an alias for anybody that you're talking about don't make any threats to anybody and if you figured out who she's talking about at home 
go fuck yourself and don't tell anybody else. Go and fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't be rude about it. Like, don't be like, oh, my God, I know who she's talking about and I'm going to tell that person and ruin everything. Yep. Don't be that guy. Don't we hate that guy. the rest of us. We hate that guy. Uh. <laughs> okay. So, set the scene for us, Amy. Yes. Where does this story begin and take place? Okay. So, we're going back to probably 2016. I think this was my first and only Tinder date. Oh, um, one and only. <laughs> Fuck, oh, I wish I could say learned. first and she only. Learned. I know. Well, I've learned now. <laughs> I mean, let me premise there was also like Bumble and Hinge dates, uh, okay. but you know, only first Tinder, Tinder date. date. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so we were going to see a show um, at a nondescript university campus. Okay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, we were meeting up there. Um, I arrive at the campus in the food court. That was just like the general area. Yeah, that's where to, you meet. You know, it's a easy identifier. Yeah. Um, he arrives and this man, let's call him Michael. Michael. Sure. Uh, very attractive. Like, I from his photos, I was like, this is a good looking dude. Mm-hmm. And then in person, I was like, oh. Oh, God. It's very rare that someone's photos, like, don't do them don't justice. Do it, like, that you see them in person and you're like, holy, can't find words anymore. Yeah, I w- like, I felt so uncomfortable because 2016 me wasn't super confident. And I was like, mm. oh, man, I was like, this guy is... And then an Adonis walks in. And then and an Adonis to- walks <sighs> in and I'm like a seal. Like, I, <laughs> oh, man. Um, anyway, so I was... Startled, <laughs> but you're good. You're great with that ball on your nose. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's Just good with that. Yeah. Oh, ah, she's ah, good. Ah. She's good with the ball. <laughs> she's good, isn't she? Um, <laughs> and um, so he and the way he greeted me, like it started off really nice. He was super energetic and kind of gave me a hug, but it was like a very familiar hug, as if you know it was mm. a friend. And I was like, yeah. oh, I was like, this is actually quite nice. This is very warm. Um, and we started chatting. We're sitting in this food court and getting along super well. He was very high energy, but at this point it was fine. Um, and so we were just chatting. We started talking about like different interests and what we do. He was also um, a tutor as well as a student at this uni. So he had just come from teaching a class. Um, and he was like, do you mind if I just grab something to eat before we do stuff? I was like, yeah, no worries. Um, and he goes whatever sandwich bar or something um and he goes to pay and he looks over at me and he's like oh he's like um i don't have my wallet Mm. of course he Mm. doesn't and i was like oh i was like oh that's okay um but he didn't immediately ask if i could get it for him so it was kind of this awkward silence in me then being like do you want me to get it he was like oh that'd be great i was like okay (sighs) this is cool um and i let me say as well on any kind of date, I don't mind splitting the bill and like no. taking turns. That's not a problem for me. I think I was just caught off guard because it was, again, in the way that he greeted me very like casually and familiar. It was like a, oh, forgot my wallet. Like you'll get the next, like I'll get the next one type mm. thing. Yeah. And also actually telling someone that when you're at the front counter, so there's a time limit on. Yeah. <laughs> like yes. I've had someone tell me before and they've kind of sat down and they've like, look, I've forgotten my wallet, so let's just hang, but we don't need to have... Like, I offered to pay, and he was like, no, 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 no. But I wasn't at the counter when someone was waiting for me to pay. Yes. That was this thing as well, and I was, like, sitting away, so I was kind of, like, grabbed my bag and went back over and, like, swiped my card. Anyway, then we kept talking, um, and it was getting closer to... I think it was about 6.30, which was when the show was starting. And so I was like, we should probably go, because we didn't even have our tickets at this point. Um, 
and he'd finished having his sandwich and he was like oh no we're not going and I was like oh I was like sorry I was like did I read the message wrong and he was like oh no we're having too good of a conversation we're not gonna go oh and I was like Oh, this is what I've said on a previous episode. When you don't know someone, don't book a date where you don't talk because it doesn't give you that opportunity to talk. Yeah, and like the thing is the talking was fine, but I was already starting to get a little bit tired because his energy was so high. So I was looking forward to the reprieve of the show. Mm, Um, Also thought it was a bit strange that he didn't ask, oh, actually do you want to keep talking instead of... Yeah, prescribing that's a bit... Not great. Yeah. Um, so did he? Is there not a case for he didn't have his wallet, therefore couldn't buy tickets? So, so it was making making changes on the oh, fly, like yeah. maybe something like that. I didn't even like, think ah, about that. Why would we? Why would we go in there uh, when we're having such a good conversation here? Maybe that's that is so a good. I point. didn't even think about that ever. <laughs> I had a big brain moment here on the podcast. Well, now my story is done. Thank you so much. <laughs> and good day to you. <laughs> Sorry, maybe, maybe. No, that's a good point. Maybe. Um, and so anyway, we continued talking um, and the more we spoke, the more it kind of became evident that I realised I was finding out a lot about him, but I wasn't giving much information about me because it was kind of hard to interject. It so like, he's not asking you any questions. Yeah, and he's mm. a real talker. And he's still, he, like, he seems like a nice guy. Um, mm. So I'm like, this is okay. And then he's like, do you want to go? Um, I can like get us access to like the rooftop of one of the buildings and we can go sit up there I was like oh okay yeah that's fine Uh, so we went and sat up there and it was actually really beautiful and it was like overlooking the campus Um, but then the conversation turned to so like oh what kind of like um, life do you see for yourself and I was like oh I um, big question yeah I was like I I uh (laughs) I, I don't know. I was like, I'm, I'm in the arts. And I really like that. And he was like, oh, yeah, but what are you going to do, like, sustainably? And I was like, um, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm at uni, um, so I'm, I'm doing, like, media and drama. And he was like, okay, and yeah. And he's like, but what are you going to do, like, to make money? And it was just, like, a real kind of, like... <laughs> You went on a date with the Prime Minister of Australia, oh. it sounds like. He did tutor and study engineering. Um, okay. Throw that in there. Yep. Um, and yeah, so I was starting to get really uncomfortable and the more that this conversation was going on, I just felt like I was having to defend myself as opposed to getting to know this person. No. <laughs> dump him! Yeah. Yeah. She's quick. She's a yep. quick draw on the dump him button. Yep. Not dump quite as button. quick dump as I would have liked. It's a dump them button. Dump them So that we're button. equal opportunity dumpers here. That's good. I, I like think that. I'm, I think I'm making it like dump them button. Maybe it's a dump them. Dump them. Dump them. Not him. Yeah. Him. Dump them. Mm. I like that. Uh, yeah, so the night was going on and the thing is his energy never dipped. So I I felt like I was matching it as well. So I could I could feel but myself. Exhausting. I was exhausted. Ugh. And the thing was like this part of the date, it wasn't terrible, but I could tell I was like, this isn't going to go anywhere. Um, especially with how he's making me feel now about my like passions and life choices. Um, and in, so I was kind of like, look, I'm probably going to have to go soon. I lived about an hour away. And he was like, yeah, no worries. I'll walk you to your car. So we're walking to my car um, and we pass by a lake and he's like, do you just want to sit for a little bit? I was like, okay, yeah, that's fine. And as soon as we sit, he just like forced his tongue oh. so far down my throat. Damn it. Just after I've talked about grabbing someone and kissing them. <laughs> not in that way. That's not what I mean. But there were no cues. Like I just sat my butt down. Like I, I wasn't 
I wasn't. I wasn't. Um, And I didn't know – I also, like, didn't have a lot of, I guess, make-out experience. So I didn't know that, one, I could say no or just make it stop. It's that awkward thing where, especially when, like, when that happens you can't and you don't have a lot of experience in it, you don't know that you can pull away. That's right. Or, Mm. like – drag like before it even happens just do that thing where you just like pull your face into your neck and be like no 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 no, no." yeah so here i am just like making out with this guy for several minutes because i was like i don't know how to make it end until he finally pulled away and he was like wow and i was like wow wow indeed i was like (laughs) wow um so i he walked me to my car after that and and he still knows nothing about you at this stage because he's not asked you he knows nothing about about me i think he thinks the date has gone quite well um i get in my car and i don't cry but i just feel like a bit shell-shocked a bit bit, what the yeah kind of just like um taken out of the bubble that i was in and i'm like oh so this is dating um and I like I've decided that I'm not going to have any other date with him um, and I wasn't going to like message him or anything the next day mm. next day comes around and he sends me a message and it was like hey you've got all radio silent <laughs> and I was like <laughs> uh, and he was like so would you like to go out later in the week and I just straight up like responded and was like look I was like you I was like you have a lot of energy uh, and you seem like a nice guy and I was like but I just didn't really feel anything for me so I don't think I'd like to go on another date uh, and he left it for a little while and then responded a couple hours later and he was like oh really he was like that's so strange because I really felt like uh, we had a really good time also in about the week we'd been chatting we had both done uh, personality tests <laughs> and our personality tests Aligned. It's like, so good of him to mansplain why you are compatible <laughs> yes, when you're not feeling good, it. Like that's move. just so really like <laughs> like you might not have understood how compatible you were, so you just needed someone to just that's like right. like that's map right. it out for you. And thank you so much to him. I'm so glad that he did. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's just like a little bit of a back and forth of that. <laughs> trying to convince someone that they're like yeah. I feel nothing well no that's really strange no, because yeah. mathematically <laughs> you really should that's have really felt strange something because well, ENFPJ says <laughs> yeah uh. the data here buddy <laughs> wow um and so it ended with me him saying well do you want to be friends and because I was like well that gets me out of dating I was like oh yeah sure okay that's fine no intention again of seeing him I was like we can just I don't know weirdly text every now and then yep a couple of weeks later, he sends me a message out of the blue and like, is like, hey, I've got free tickets to a show. Do you want to come with me? And I was conflicted because, one, I wanted to see the show. Yeah. <laughs> but two, I was free like, oh. show. I was like, I, I don't want to go with him. Um, so I made the trash decision and I went. Uh, <laughs> Look, yeah, 50% of me goes, you're an idiot. And 50% of me goes, I would have done the same thing because Night free out. show. Yeah, free show. Mm. And look, he knows that all you're doing is being friends. Well, that's the thing. I was very, very like direct in what I wanted. It was also a Queensland theatre show. That's money. That's yep. money. That's money. That's money at fancy theatre. <laughs> so we went. Uh, I didn't see anyone I know, which was great. Oh, that would have been awkward. <laughs> Who's this? Who's Hi, this? this is not my date. Friend. <laughs> Um, the good thing was he didn't try anything. Like, we didn't kiss or anything like that, which was wonderful. Um, and he was like, I had a really good time. He's like, I think this friendship's going to work. And <sighs> he said that in person. So I was like, um, yeah. <laughs> exactly. 
exactly that. Spookily similar. We have prepared yes, responses yeah. for when we feel like that as women. Remarks. Very well. And so that was the last time we saw each other. But I would say for about a year after that then, we we wouldn't so much text, but he would call me probably <gasps> monthly. Um, and it wasn't ever a, hey, how are you going? What have you been up to? It was a, hey, oh my gosh, I need to tell you about this girl I just slept with. Hey, oh my gosh, I'm dating this chick. What do you think? Is he trying to ram home that we're friends so we can talk about the girls that I'm dating, but I'm probably not dating them. I probably still want you, but I'm just going to say that so that you think that it's a safe space to be friends. It's a sexual flex. Look what you could have won. It's kind of of deal. Not about it. Oh, no, 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 no. Purely explain it. (laughs) This is what you could have had. There's all these sexual conquests yeah, that I keep weird. telling you about. I know it's weird. I know it's weird. Have you ever done it? Have you no, ever done God, that? No. I mean, Do you know anyone who's done that? Our producer is nodding. Our producer is nodding and laughing. I'm sure we all Shit, have. it's real. Okay. <laughs> well, the thing was, I thought it was like a sexual flex too. And I, I called him out one time. I was like, oh, you're just flexing like all your escapades. And yeah. he was like, <laughs> he's like, no. And he's like, it's just really good to have such a good like female friend I can get a perspective on. And I was like, one, I was like, we're not good friends. You don't know anything about me. Yes. Um, and so this continued. And at this point as well, I started actually dating someone like my ex and so I always felt really uncomfortable when I would get calls from him because I was like, I don't even feel like we're friends. I'm uncomfortable with how we met. I've told you that. And it's I'd this enforced vulnerability that he's having to someone who he thinks is a great friend. Like, Yeah, it was just a just really... Just makes me think maybe he's not neurotypical. Like, it's just, it's a big red flag for me mm. that maybe he is perceiving this level of intimacy that you don't have because you have stated in words that you are friends. Totally. Yeah, it was kind of like, oh, we've got the green light, so we've built up this trust so this and is this friends now and this is what friends is and it got to a point where um not with my well, obviously not with my ex now but i maybe six months into our relationship and i was telling him about it and i was just like i'm so uncomfortable i like i just need it to stop because i i ignore his calls the only time i actually answer them is if he's called multiple times so i'm like hey sorry how was that work or something? Mm. So I spent like half an hour crafting this extraordinary long text message <laughs> <laughs> that was basically just, hey, I was like, I'm, um, I'm sorry, but this friendship is making me uncomfortable, everything that I've already said. Um, and I'm with someone now and I just don't feel comfortable with how we met. Uh, I hope you're well and banging whoever you're banging. Yes. <laughs> um, and I sent off this text. Oh, at the end as well, I said, feel free to give me a call no. if you want to chat. <laughs> you uh, open that door yourself. It's yeah. your fault. I Whatever happens myself. now is your fault. Well, he didn't respond for maybe a week. And then uh, a week later, I get a text that's literally just like the letter K. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> burn. <Yeah. laughs> and I didn't hear from him until earlier this year. When I got so this is 2020 and this started. This was back in 2016. Carried over like 2017. Earlier this year, I got a Facebook message from him because I had like blocked him or muted him or whatever you do on Facebook, but hadn't hadn't removed him. Well, he sent me a message. It must have been muted because he could message me, and he sent me a message just saying like, "Hey, how you doing? Do you want to catch up for a coffee?" And I was like, "What? Why is my past back here?" And so I just deleted him. 
and ignored the message. Your ghost of almost boyfriend's yes. past is haunting you. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I ghosted him then. And that's the last now that I've heard I'm from conf- him. Why did... Mm. I don't understand when it's been such a long time and your last message was so we are not a thing, this is never a thing, this is never going to be a thing and he responds with K. Mm. It was so confusing and when I got like I I felt bad sending that message, I felt terrible when he sent back K because I was like I've hurt his feelings but also he hadn't respected mine so I was like yeah, yeah. well this is just what it is. I think, I think the message out of the blue uh, after a long time of silence is – Probably he's horny yep. at that moment. Yeah. And Single. <laughs> it's probably yeah. just hey, Maybe you up her kind standards of have dropped by now because <laughs> it's been so long. Yeah. So just go have a wank, then just come back. <laughs> and if you come back you in five minutes. Them. See how you feel in and out. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, so God. That's, so that's it. Uh, beginning of this year, he re- he gets have in you, touch. Have you unfriended him now? I've unfriended him now, yeah, because so when I done. got that message, I didn't respond. I deleted him. I made sure I wasn't following him no, on because anything. because present Amy knows that she can say no. Present yes. Amy knows that no <laughs> is a no full stop is, is a full <laughs> sentence and that's allowed. Yes, thank you. Well done. Well <laughs> done. No is a complete sentence, mm-hmm. everybody. Um, yeah, just a really – just a weird – time an odd it is an odd uh, collection of events it's not what i expected from going on a tinder date no you know? yeah that's that's it's very like true four year drawn out <laughs> yeah <laughs> my god wow so what do, what does one learn from an and apart from liz's uh, weekly lesson don't online date don't what, don't <laughs> online date look my first lesson is um Oh, it's not a lesson. It's a comment. This is bold yeah, of a guy who has right. no wallet to ask you about your financials. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> That's I probably like my it. biggest nice. takeaway is when he's sitting, I'm like, you have no, literally no money on you and you are pressing somebody to find out whether they can support themselves. Bold move. I am. Bold. It's good. <laughs> That's I, funny. I've come up with a hot tip on the fly. Uh, whenever a man wants, uh, says to you, I, can we be friends though? Huh? Can we be friends? Your a tool for you would be to every now and then just say, "Oh, here's a here's a fruit bread recipe that I that uh, I'm really good with." Here you go. Like just send them send them random of, friendships. <laughs> yeah, just uh, uh, this is a, a recipe I've uh, had in the family for you. Here you go, buddy. Here's a news story I saw. <laughs> yeah, Check out some, this meme. Make some banana bread and just just hammer down on that ultra platonic the the stuff you you message a friend about hey what was that show they might like it though they might be like yeah keep them coming this is the best (laughs) whenever some guy that i've just started dating actually goes do you want to be friends i think that there's at least a 70 percent chance that they're only saying that because they're hoping that some feelings will grow mm-hmm. after you yes, hang out yes, a few more times. Totally. Or at least there's still a chance to like have sex at some point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because at some point when you're mates with somebody and you know they're still single, they might reach their rock bottom and that rock bottom might be your rock just bottom. Might, yeah, <laughs> just might align. Uh, Amy, what did, what, you, did you learn? what did you learn? Well, I think just as we mentioned that like no is okay and yes. being saying how you feel is good and fine um, but just like being strong in it as well like you don't have to appease someone just because you feel like it's the 
socially right thing to do. It's not your job to make somebody else feel better. No. Yeah, that's right. You can try and avoid making them feel like absolute shit, but it's not your job to try and make them feel better if a situation doesn't work for you. That's the, yeah. pro- that's the problem empathetic people will dig themselves into. They care too much about how the other people's feelings and emotions and then try and uh, appease them and then, uh, you know, it just uh, spirals into into an avalanche of awkwardness and pain and misery. Totally. Mind- communicate. Communicate, communicate, communicate. If mm-hmm. you communicate what your feelings are. Yes. Fucking, if someone tells you what their feelings are, maybe listen to them rather than <laughs> trying to explain their feelings back to them. Mm. There is no situation under which someone tells you how they feel and any explanation is going to make them realise that they don't feel that way. That's called gaslighting. Yes. And we don't like that on this podcast. No, big shake of the head there. Um, Amy, just quickly, uh, going back, you said he wouldn't stop talking. Yeah, he's just a talker. Do you believe, looking back, he could have been nervous and was there and just word vomiting? Her, huh, time into this and blah, blah, blah. or was it uh, more controlled and he just liked himself? And what do you? What, I feel like initially it could have been nerves, yes. um, but I because it lasted so long, I feel like it and. <laughs> getting to know him on that date and in what followed. I think it was just because he had a very high opinion of himself and just wanted to talk up Mm. everything that he did because he was proud of it, which is fine, but a little bit off-putting and not so much the 50-50 you want on a date. And this is something else that I've learned from dating as well is that you need to make sure when you're on dates with somebody that you're not just presenting your resume. Ask questions. Ask questions as well. Like it's not just a here is why you should pick me. You're also vetting, which means you should also be asking questions of them to make sure that they are what you would like. Mm. And and apart from the fact that it's common fucking courtesy to ask questions, that's one of my, and I've mentioned this on past episodes, one of my biggest dating red flags is if somebody doesn't ask questions about you on a first date. And also, also the arts is a billion dollar in- industry, so fuck you. Yeah. Uh, in, re- in regards to, <laughs> to, to do that. With yeah. those questions, like the, the only questions I remember were about my career and yeah. like money. So it's like, You're you like know, oh, well, I'm in the arts. No, but what are you really going to do? Yeah. yeah. There are more yeah. questions you can ask about a person to see if there's an interest there, if you like who they are. As Jobs opposed are what to the, like I try and avoid. I try and avoid this. So what do you do question? Because that is not something I give a shit about unless you have no aspirations to ever have a job and are just looking at using my money. Yeah, like, not that I have a lot, but fuck. Like, yeah. The only thing I care about is that they have something that they're interested in doing in their lives. It doesn't have to define them. It doesn't have to be what they earn money from. Um, but I'm more interested in someone's passions and, yeah, what, not, you know, what do you do? that we what, can chat. What do you do that makes you happy? What, yeah. makes, you, what makes you come alive? But what how you, will you figure out life if you can't financially so live through it? Yes. Fuck capitalism. <laughs> we're, I think we're slowly trying to. Yeah. Slowly turning it's not going to work. Well then, Amy. Thank How you. How do you feel? You're <laughs> you made it. You've survived a, a guest appearance on Ghost of Boyfriend's Path. Yeah, I feel good. This has been fun. This yeah, is one fun. additional <laughs> question to tack on to the end. Yeah. What would your ideal Bachelor style date be? Oh, what? My so if gosh. you could pick any style of date in the Batch series, what would be the Amy date? Oh, Liz. <laughs> you know I've thought about this. I know, and I want to know. Why, that's why she's asking. <laughs> um, it would have to be like. What kind of 
setting would it be in? It'd definitely be an extravagant style picnic. Right. I love picnics. It would be one of the bougie ones that has the little high set table yes. mm-hmm. and cushions. Um, let's throw an orchestra in the background. Perfect. Why not? Why not? Well, when they hire like a C-list band to like play behind you whilst yeah. you're having dinner. <laughs> really casually. Like, yeah. oh, we just happen to be in the same area yeah. at the same time. Um, I'm not so much a beach gal, so it would probably be... Oh, I wouldn't want bikini date. No, thank you. Oh, absolutely not. No, I'd want like blankets and things. Yeah. So maybe it's like a, I don't know, like overlooking a lookout or like mountain range, something like that. Um, yeah, I think that's... And just like little card games or something. Yeah. That would be my batch date. Oh my God, board game date. They need to do board game date. Yeah. That'd be great. That'd be so I've good. always thought that I want the... Whatever, like I'm not an adrenaline rush kind of person, but I sometimes think that maybe I want the adrenaline rush date because it's an excuse for someone to like encourage me and then be really proud of me when I do it and then we can probably have a smooch because I'm really scared and they just need to calm me down and oh, like help. Yeah, that's, that's a cute. great tactic. Like I'm just like I, I would I would be the one who tell the producers like I fucking hate that shit because I do. I'm not lying about that but if I get like the abseiling date or the afraid of heights date or something like that it's an excuse to cling to the other person and to have survived some kind of big trauma oh, yes. together, together that then kind of sets you with them. And I'm very tactical about this. I do something that I hate to make someone love me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I'll jump in quickly. Uh, the hot, the hot air balloon makes oh. me laugh because you're up there. I've never been in one, but you're up there, and it's so peaceful and serene. And like, wow, look at the view. And then, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never been on one too. I was supposed I to go on hysteric. one. My ex bought me a, a one for my birthday and then we split up the month after and then I said, okay, well, clearly I'm not going on this because you have to book a certain date. And he was like, oh, you're not going. And I was like, well, no. And I said, can you just like refund it and um, and I'll just have the money then. And he's like, well, I'll take my half because one ticket was for me. So I was oh. like, Solo, solo right. hot air balloon cool. trip. Cool. Thanks. Fuck off. <laughs> Uh, some bitterness here Thank for once you. On the, on Thank the you so much Now everybody if you want to catch Amy and hear her dulcet tones again Talking all things reality TV You can listen to Love Batchelly She's on there with Gina Who's also a friend of the podcast And they and talk all things Batch While you're, while you're there check out Why don't you go to uh, That's Not Canon and Which is the, ho- the host That's uh, our network, our network That's, here. Yep. And check out all the other Podcasts there's on so network. many great podcasts. There'll on be our something there for you. There's literally, there's literally everything. We there's can, more we can't than stop. 50, 60. Where are we up to? 70. 70. There, we're up to 70, 70 podcasts co- on the oh, network. So I can guarantee you will find something that you will like. Yeah, check them um, out. Might be my other podcast, Castology, not dropping names or anything, but you know. <laughs> You know. Whatever. All right. Also, while you're there, you know, fill out our form if you want to be a guest on that's not canon.com forward slash ghost of boyfriends pass. It's really easy. Other people have figured it out. They've they done have. It. They've done it. They just, and it's so easy. You don't need to tell us the whole story. It's That's like, right. give me two sentences on what the gist is. What's your contact number? Go. And we figure out the rest for you. We make it so easy. Um, also, please rate and review. Please, yes. because we love ratings and reviews and it helps other people find like-minded other like-minded people find content that they will love like us because who cannot love us we're adorable we're adorable you're all silent thanks i feel so loved then they're, they're nodding at home they're all i feel yes. so loved yes yeah. <laughs> 
Gollum has an unhealthy obsession about some bit of jewelry. Doesn't even know this is what the precious is. Stupid therapist. Cookie Monster's a bit of a stress eater. Cookie, cookie, cookie! And homicidal robots really just want their best friend back. I know I did and said things that she regrets. But why is that my problem? But what all these monsters really need is therapy. The podcast Therapy for Monsters finally puts monsters in a therapy chair with a real therapist. Me, Tim, your friendly neighborhood therapist. If you'd like to learn a bit and laugh a bit, check out Therapy for Monsters on your favorite podcast app. Uh, that's not kind of productions podcast. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. There are known knowns Known unknowns and unknown unknowns. But there are also unknown knowns. The Ancient and Esoteric Order of the Jackalope is a secret society devoted to unearthing and sharing this forgotten knowledge. Each episode, we take one of these strange stories and share it with you. No topic is off limits, except for the obvious. Available wherever fine podcasts are sold.